Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. friends to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna and today I'm here with the amazing Caitlin Clampett. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing, Donna? Hi, I'm doing wonderful. Uh, Tigger's still here. She says hi. Everyone, <laughs> Tigger says hi. She's not going to be out. She's just purring a little. She's like, put me down. <laughs> so we were talking before the show. The weather's just gross everywhere. It seems it's hot. Is it too uh, hot there or is there a nice breeze God. today? Anything? If I didn't already have like wavy or curly hair, I would be screwed because anytime like you go out there with straight hair, you just, you know, it turns into like Miss Frizzle from the magic school bus. It's that kind of situation. Ah, so it's just like Florida right now. I love that everyone has the same weather. Yeah, it's it's yeah. bad. Yeah. They're both bad. Yes. That's why we stay inside with AC. Mm-hmm. Yep. God bless so, air conditioning. Right. One of the best inventions ever. I will tell you. Yes. Mm. <laughs> we love to start off with the most difficult question ever. I oh, promise God. this is the hardest question I will ask today. I hope. Oh no. Who is Caitlin Clampett? <laughs> that is such a hard question. I thought you were kidding about it being a hard question, but that is, that is seriously the hardest question. I was expecting like a really easy question. Like what's your favorite food? Okay. <laughs> Who is Caitlin Clampett? Uh, it's also weird saying my own name like in its fullness. Um, I am a songwriter and a nerdy music producer who is also a country artist. So um, yeah, I have been doing country for uh, a while. I've been in Nashville for a while. And before that, I um, I did some pop stuff. I've done some Christian stuff and and. I am country. <laughs> I love it. It's just very perfect. So assuming, you're asking, assuming you're asking who is Caitlin Clampett, like the artist. Well, we could, whatever you want. That's perfect. Great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the personal stuff later off air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you recently had your new song out, um, Hang Up, Hang Out. Yes. Hang up tell and us hang all out. about that inspiration, you know, all the good stuff. Yeah. So I wrote it in 2020. Um, just, I think I was getting pretty inundated with, um, just uh, so much. There was just so much going on. Um, every time I opened social media, um, you know, Instagram, uh, whether it's text messages even, or, um, the news just everywhere, there was just so much going on. And, um, I just realized that I kind of wanted to, um, turn it off a bit just to pre- preserve and, and, uh, protect my peace of mind and my mental health. And so, um, that song was just kind of a way for me to, to get to that place myself and kind of, um, uh, also be an advocate for maybe other people who are going through that as well and, and kind of need 
um, need a reminder that it's okay to, to take a break every now and then and, and, um, and protect your peace of mind and shut it off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know I've started doing the, uh, not doing it on weekends or tried not to really. Oh, good. Just, yeah. I treat it like a nine to five job or a nine to nine job. And then by weekends, I'm yeah. like, nope, nope. Let's uh, occasionally I'll check some things or say happy birthdays, but you know, try to turn it yeah. off a bit. And so, so do you have it on like airplane mode or, or like, what, like, what do you, I, I literally just close them out. I just close all the alerts close. Mm -hmm. Don't even look at them close. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's hard because, you know, muscle memory, once you're used to kind of opening those things on, on the daily and just waking up and opening Instagram or whatever it is, like, it's hard to retrain your body to not do that. So it's like, I have to, sometimes I will turn my phone off at like Mm -hmm. six or seven o'clock um, I'll have my computer. Um, but I just, I have to turn it off because <laughs> if I don't, it's just more likely that I will, that my muscle memory will immediately gravitate towards opening it up again by accident. <laughs> and then I will go down that rabbit hole all over again. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that you said that cause I actually started setting, um, I do books on my phone now. So oh, I nice. will start purposefully setting up the book after I have like my alarm set, you know, and that way yeah. I'm like, okay, it's only the book. There's nothing else I can go to. I can only use the book. Like that's I'll see perfect. Pop-ups, so like, nope, close it, close it. Yeah. So that's trying to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. I also had somebody tell me, um, that, and I, I tried this for a few weeks and it was actually really helpful. It helped my sleep. Um, but I actually left my phone out of the bedroom mm-hmm. for the first, you know, couple of weeks. I, I tried that. Um, and it was really great. Like just leaving it in the entryway or in the kitchen or wherever it was like, just so there was no temptation to even yeah. look at it, which was great. But I guess That's the caveat that is like not being available for emergency situations. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I really hope nobody needs me right now. because uh, This could, this could be really great for me and really bad for somebody else. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny. Cause uh, we got one of those telemarketing calls are like on the rise right now. I mm. swear to God, the one night I jumped up because my phone never goes off in the middle of the night. Never. Mm-hmm. I swear to you. One of the phones rings in the middle of the night. I jumped up like something's wrong because usually those are the calls you get in the middle of the night. Yeah. That's terrifying. So, it is. And I jump up and here's the telemarketing and I'm like, like, can we buy your house? <laughs> I'm like, it's not even a good one. I'm like, click. I'm like, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. went online. Like, yep. Yeah. I'm recording your number. See you later. <laughs> yes. So absolutely. Well, that's awful. Uh, I'm sorry that happened to you and your sleep. <laughs> yes. My sleep is very important. I'm just saying, I'm sure everyone else is asleep. Is yeah. important. Sleep is important. Everyone. I if you agree. didn't know that I already. Think, yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's such a, uh, it's such a big thing. Um, and I think, you know, just finding ways to eliminate sources of anxiety will help have, help you get a better night's sleep. So that definitely, definitely can help to hang up and hang out and do that. Absolutely. So now I know we just talked about your most recent release. You have another release coming out um, toward the end of July. I do. Uh, It is going to be released July 22nd. It's called Sorta Single. Um, And I'm really excited for this one. Uh, So I'm very excited for people to to hear it. Uh, I, I kind of started talking about, you know, mental health kind of in my, um, 
re-entrance into being a, an artist again, because I, I took a, a few years off and just wrote and produced. Um, but after having, you know, talked about mental health first, I am kind of starting to get more into the relationship territory, which is really fun for me. Um, so this is definitely like an empowering badass female anthem, like summer anthem, uh, for women who want to take their power back and realize that they, they have the choice in, in a dating scenario too. We're not just waiting around for, for men to choose us. Well, I'm anxious for it now too, because I'm just the title sets me to that. I want to hear it now. So I, I'm going to be desperately waiting for that to come out. Amazing. Well, thank you. Add mm-hmm. it, and add it to my playlist. Awesome. Thanks. So, so how did you get started in music? Um, I was born into a pretty musical family. My, my mom played, my dad played. Um, my mom did not like it when my dad played. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a little pitchy and my mom would make fun of him for it. And it was just this whole like funny dynamic growing up. Um, But yeah, I I was introduced to it pretty early on and um, started taking lessons and realized I didn't like lessons. And I, um, I was taking piano lessons and I ended up coming back to the house and like writing my own pieces And my parents were really confused because they were like, she's not doing her homework, but she's writing her own pieces that are apparently more complex than the pieces she should be learning. (laughs) So like, (laughs) what do we do do here? Um, So I uh, decided not to take lessons anymore, (laughs) um, but was always involved in in school and and, um, in the praise team in school, church, uh, theater, musical theater. And then I I auditioned for a scholarship to Berklee College of Music. Um, I ended up getting the scholarship and I went there and um, yeah, really thankful to have gone there. That's beautiful. That's a great little journey in music for sure. (laughs) Thank you. Well, it's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. I think everyone's journey is unique and that's, I mean, you have some similarities, but I think it's always unique because yeah, that's the part of being human. And just knowing that is awesome to hear, you know, where you came from, where you went through it. Yeah. I think there are so many like factors uh, that come into play for Mm -hmm. Uh, why we are the way we are and, and um, why we like the things that we like and what we're exposed to early on. And I, I don't know. um, I don't know, you know, where I'd be if I hadn't um, been exposed to music early on, like with a, with a household of people that sang um, and who knows, who knows where I'd be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think every uh, unique again, (laughs) just unique. We're all unique, so, which means that we're not. <laughs> yes. We're all like but individual. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah we, we may have loved music in my household, but I don't think anyone could carry a tune. I could occasionally in a bucket, really? but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> so even though we love music, it was from a different perspective. Yeah. What did you guys oh. grow up listening to? Oh my goodness. I listened to everything. I obviously as a baby of the eighties, uh, I listened to oldies. So, oh, yeah. ev- you know, 
Elvis, you know, everything even before Elvis, you know, I mentioned Leslie Gore before she was one of my first favorite Mm -hmm. females. So that she was just such an inspiration because she was so young. She was 16 when she was such a superstar, you know, so that kind of, you know, you know, learning from her and she was so well-grounded and and it's kind of reminded me of like when Leanne Rimes came out and how well-grounded she was. And it's Mm -hmm. just really cool to see Taylor Swift even, you know, that, that progression of people. Cause sometimes you see, other stars come out and they're like, there's, there's no grounding anyone. Right. Like, you know, so it's just the difference of people, but yeah, so that's what I grew up with. And of course, Dolly, Dolly was my, you know, Dolly and Leslie Gore were probably the first two females I would have ever. Yeah. Wow. Dolly and Leslie. Yep. So that's that's a place to start. (laughs) (laughs) That is a a solid place to start. (laughs) Leslie Gore has those, the, the female empowerment, like that was my first, you don't own me. Like that was like, Mm -hmm. you know, and of course, Dolly has the empowerment songs, you know, like, yep. yeah, for so. sure. I hear you. So what did you grow up listening to? Was there anything in particular that's, uh, I grew up in a more religious household. So there were a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, contemporary Christian artists, um, that were constantly on replay in our, uh, in our car. Um, but when I had the choice, I, I, um, I got my, I think my first CD was Britney Spears, to be totally honest. I think my very first CD was her and I had an obsession with NSYNC as well. Um, but my mom had this funny little quirk of listening to classic rock on the side. It was like very conservative Christian music or classic rock. Like there was no in between. So it was like, you know, uh, queen sticks, uh, the Eagles, like anything that was really thick, thick harmonies. Mm -hmm. Um, she loved, and it was always on around the house. So I, there are so many of those songs that I grew up listening to. So I've always loved classic rock for that reason. And who doesn't love it? I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's such diversity in that. I mean, you can go from heart to like, you know, the bands you said, like, you go over to heart and, and some of the female yeah. bands and it's just, yeah, yeah, such an eclectic mix. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, my dad, he, he loved John Denver. So I grew up, you know, kind of listening to some more singer songwriters from him. Um, and then, uh, I started to dabble in artists like Alison Krauss, um, and people like that. Um, she just has the most pure voice and it was just something that I had never heard before and like just fell in love with, with her voice. And, um, and I think I fell in love with, uh, Brad Paisley's songs, um, early on. And those were some of my first like entrances into I think like mainstream country all great artists I mean yeah yeah absolutely actually met (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah and she was like you look familiar and I was like huh (laughs) what (laughs) um so I was like I hope I'm not on some wanted ad somewhere And, and that's the reason why but um yeah she's she's an angel human Oh, that's so awesome. So mm-hmm. who are some of the women that inspired you to do music and that inspire you today that you're like, Oh, such a great female, like, you know, 
you know, obviously um, we, everyone loves Dolly. Cause if you don't love everybody Dolly, loves you know, Dolly, I feel like I can't issue. say that. Cause that's just like a shoe in. Like we all yeah. know that she's yeah. beloved <laughs> by everyone. Um, but obviously, you know, people like Shania who early on, um, were a bit, uh, she, I mean, I, I feel like she was a bit of a rebel early on. Like her sound was just so different. The things that she was saying were so different and ruffling the feathers of, um, you know, the, mm-hmm. the men that controlled the airwaves. Yes. Uh, and so I, I was here for that. I've always loved her. Um, and on the nerdier side, um, I have always loved Imogen Heap. Um, I don't know if you know who she is, but, um, she is an incredible, uh, artist overseas. Um, she's also, you know, a songwriter and producer and engineer, and she does everything for her own music. So she has this incredible elaborate studio and she's just such a badass. I'm obsessed with her. I've been obsessed with her for a long time. Um, and she also has these, um, these these gloves these like production gloves where if she performs live or does some sort of live performance um she uh can actually trigger certain things with these gloves so like if she sings she can add like a delay or or reverb or something by like the way that she's moving her hands it's so incredible so i will nerd out hard on (laughs) people like that and she's she's insane so we need to work on getting you some gloves (laughs) at at a a cma fest you just see like a country artist (laughs) doing this (laughs) oh my god oh i can imagine it i'm ready for it let's do it theories that would like be born out of that would just make me laugh that would be awesome for some songwriting that's for sure absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah some of these conspiracy theories can make like some really good tv too i'm just saying like we don't you know people are like there's nothing new on tv like really new i'm like yeah there could be there could we could just take some of these conspiracy theories turn them into you know make them there a you comedy go. yet there you go that's listen donna you are you are uh you're inspiring me mm. oh wonderful wonderful i love to hear that <laughs> have you have you um have you heard of imaging or Listen I have. To her? I have. Yeah. Okay. yeah. There was a I really big put more of, is there anything I should listen to on the pl- on like playlist that I need to absolutely hear? Do you know, uh, have you heard of hide and seek that song? It's probably her biggest <laughs> song. Jason Derulo sampled it like many, many moons ago and it became this like huge thing. Um, but she's kind of got this, you know, more like indie cult <laughs> following. Um, but she's great. I will definitely put some more of her on my playlist and then message you be like, Hey, this was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm telling you that. <laughs> I just want a personalized thank you note from Imogen Heap. That's all I want. Be like, I was added to Donna Piano's <laughs> playlist. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so would you like to get into our 20 crazy questions? Sure. I think I'm scared. <laughs> uh- there's no reason to be scared. There's no right or okay. wrong answers. And I promise we won't get arrested yet. That's comforting. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> what is your dance like nobody's watching song? Oh my God. I know there's probably so many we can't not dance to, but 
Oof. There are so many. Honestly, it's it's some like alternative pop song. It's, it's something in there. Okay. Like probably something inappropriate by like Tubelo or something. Like she has this song called Disco Tits. Like things like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, it's Hi. not something like I want to admit, but it's something that I will definitely dance around to. Um, uh <laughs> There's a there's a girl named Queen Herbie, and I don't know if this is inappropriate or not. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on here, but the song has a curse word in it, and uh, basically it's called I think F myself, and she's like, if I had a dick, I would definitely uh, F myself. <laughs> and it's so funny to me. So I um, I will dance around to things like that. Those are some interesting songs for sure. You're like, you have I to give me a playlist of songs entirely. <laughs> no, I will not. I will not. No, I will not. My answer will be like, oh, but, it's this beep and then beep. Yeah. And the beep. <laughs> I'm sorry. We had to beep her out. She uses cuss words. <laughs> we went from Christian you know, music all the way to disco tits. So <laughs> right, right. There we go. There we go. I think that just sums up everything in one, one sentence. Yep. Yeah. No, it's always been said that people that curse usually are very truthful. So I am definitely, uh, probably too truthful. (laughs) All good. All good. Mm -hmm. So what would be the perfect workout song? Ooh. Um, I love listening to like harder rock. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't quite say metal. Um, but, um, this band that I've been listening to called, I think the blue stones, I've been listening to them so much. Every time I work out, they just have really great, uh, the, the production's great. And, um, literally the entire album, I'll just be on the treadmill and time will go by very quickly. Um, my heart rate will just keep rising, but, uh, they're, they're perfect for, for like high intensity cardio. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I'll just add that to my workout list. Mm. Tell us what are the top two concerts you've ever been to? Okay. This is going to be tough. The first concert I ever went to was destiny's child. Mm. So I don't think anything will ever beat that. Um, I saw Shania Twain when she came to Nashville. That was amazing. Um, love her. Uh, I saw you too. I saw, um, I love Ben Folds. He was amazing. And I saw, I saw Beyonce and Jay-Z when they were here. <laughs> so, um, that's like the I top five. Like, yeah. I, 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 the two, the top two are somewhere in there. <laughs> Well, we'll have a contest later to tell who the top two were. So (laughs) tell everyone an artist or album they need to listen to before they die. Oh my God. Like if you could pick one or even two artists that they have to listen to something from them in their lifetime, even if they hate that kind of music. I, I love, um, Miranda Lambert's The House That Built Me. If you have not heard that song, I think um, it's just such a beautifully written song that took that took him 
so long. There were so many revisions of that song. It's just like a true testament to the fact that sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't come out in a day and you just keep plugging away and keep doing it and stay persistent. Um, and I think that song is, is, is a huge song. Um, and her song, Tin Man. When I first heard that, I was like, Oof. oh my God. Um, those songs are both incredible. So if somebody tells me like, oh, I don't like country music, I'm like, um, okay, try these. <laughs> and they're like, oh. <laughs> so um, I feel like those, those two, I would definitely advocate for as, as being some songs that somebody needs to hear. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Those are awesome songs. Yeah. Tell us, do you have any guilty pleasure music? And if so, what is it? <laughs> uh, kind of um, crossed into that a little bit, but I am a pretty big um, musical comedy nerd. <laughs> so if you have not seen or heard Bo Burnham and his special that he did, um, his COVID special called Inside, um, it just was absolutely brilliant. And the soundtrack is amazing to me. I, I love, you know, <laughs> Flight of the Concords, things like that. They're just <laughs> so silly. And uh, I'm definitely a nerd when it comes to things like that, but I love listening and and watching to them or listening to and watching them. (laughs) Those are wonderful. (laughs) So hypothetically, hypothetically now, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? Uh, If my answer is too quick, then I feel like I I just immediately go into serial killer category. So um, I need to take some time with this. Otherwise, anybody listening is going to be like, whoa, that was way too fast. Um, I considered um, I considered building a, a bunker underneath my house, and then I didn't. <laughs> but if I had that would be a great place. So that is a hypothetical answer to your hypothetical question. Um, but currently maybe in the water somewhere, right? Like we just take it out to a, like put it on some rich guy's boat, like put it on a yacht and then like frame him for it and call it a day. (laughs) That's great. I love that one. wrong with me and all of us (laughs) nothing is wrong with us we are uh abnormally normal that's it yeah I feel like I just see these things when I open up like apple news or something and so just these weird scenarios can just infiltrate your subconscious after seeing that but Um, and they make for some great writing material don't they (laughs) (laughs) sure (laughs) they can absolutely (laughs) So tell me, do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Um, I do actually. I have some friends with uh, farms. <laughs> so my plan is to go wherever they are and avoid, you know, more metropolitan areas. Um, and that is as far as, as my planning has gone. I feel like I have a bag somewhere that is... 
maybe a tornado bag uh, with like a helmet and some tape, like duct tape and like random things that could potentially be uh, useful in the event of an, a zombie apocalypse. So Probably like ropes, knives, the same thing they keep in, um, you know, <laughs> kidnapping kits, right? Literally just sounding more and more like a serial killer. <laughs> the more this episode progresses. Um, but there's like canned beans and things like that in there, like bottled water. So I feel like that'll be good for, for the apocalypse. Pretty good plan. I yeah. like it. Do you have, what do you have? I need to know what you have. You know, I'm not so sure. I've been, I've been hearing all these great plans. I'm like, I might as well just jump in with people that are like, oh, we're we're, we're, we're prepared. They have, uh, um, you know, a Jeep. They're like, we have the guns, we have food, we have a farm. We have (laughs) have the guns. You have everything. Okay. So I just got to kind of join in is what you're saying. Like, yeah, you just join us. We'll be fine. Like, okay. Can you kill a zombie with a gun or does it need to be like fire you know i i think it has to be fire i don't know i i, I have not watched apparently walk enough of the walking dead to um figure mm. that out so i, I may have to go back then. did yeah, you see I mean, the new season of stranger things <laughs> oh, i have not i have to catch that too the monster cannot be killed by um by anything really aside from fire so i'm like hey gonna have to torch it up yeah. I'm good. Let's torch everything up. Let's do it. <laughs> Great. Or just take all the zombies to follow to where the wildfires are, and we'll be good. Mm. Drive through the wildfires and California. We'll be on side. Yeah. Literally take all the all the zombies. That is a great solution. Yeah. That's a really smart solution. Take all the zombies to yeah. California. Are, now, are they like gators? Like you know how gators can like love raw chicken. Um, so mm-hmm. do, can we, can we drop like raw chicken and they would all like, go to it? I don't know. Is that, mm-hmm. does that work? Is that like it's brains? Possible. I guess. I, I don't know. Is that I don't know. I have no idea. These are great questions that I feel like are potentially Googleable and there's some like weird Reddit, Reddit thread out there. There probably <laughs> like, is. Guy who lives in his basement, his mom's basement. <laughs> he just like talks about these things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Oh, so let's get all serious now. What job yeah, would no, you be terrible at? Your arms, you're like, all right. <laughs> all right. I don't know if you hear a little puppy barking in the background. I was trying to get her attention. She's like, I do. Yeah. It's okay. Like, She's my best life. She's trying to chime in. She she is. I, I'm not sure what she's saying. No, she won't come over. I'm like trying to Maybe she's giving over. us a solution for the zombie apocalypse and we just don't know because we don't speak dog. That is it. Okay. So anyone that speaks dog, please listen. Listen to the wolves and let us know. <laughs> hmm. oh. Seriously, what job would you be terrible at? Do you have anything that you think like, oh, there's no way I could do that job. I'd be absolutely terrible at it. Uh, immediately, my mind goes to bowling. If I were a professional bowler, uh, <laughs> it would not look good for anybody, including, you know, myself the pens the people involved like there it would just be absolute mayhem um I'm just not consistent with my bowling like I'm pretty uh I'm I'm relatively athletic I'm coordinated 
but for whatever reason, it might be because I'm left-handed and I always bowl right-handed, but I just can't, I can't get consistent with my bowling. So I will never become a professional bowler. Wow. I honestly didn't think of that one. That was great. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure most of the, the sports I would never be professional at. I just never even thought of that. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So if you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? Oof. That's a great question. I would probably go into hiding. (laughs) Like, I feel like a lot of people would just say what they would spend it on, but I'm just like, okay, what's my first move? Like just existence wise, (laughs) like, where would I go? Cause I feel like if people know that you won the lottery, everybody just starts acting different around you and starts, you know, kind of treating you differently. And so I feel like I would really just have to play it down and, um, you know, just go into hiding and not let anybody know. That's a good option. <laughs> I would have never thought of that either. I'm like, Hmm, go into hiding. I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna get a financial advisor, maybe figure out how to allocate mm. money in different accounts because you know, exactly. I'm sure a hundred thousand. Like I'm yeah, I think exactly. I'm gonna take your I go hiding and then figure that all out then. Right. Like what kind of offshore accounts do we like I need yeah. to contact Jason Bateman from Ozark and like you know exactly him, figure out what um casino to put it in to <laughs> <laughs> hide it. It was such a great show, wasn't it? Oh. It was so great. He's he's incredible. For a comedic actor to do drama that well, I'm just like, go ahead, Jason. Yeah. And there were such some areas that were so dry you couldn't help but laugh because that you could you could feel the comedy behind like you exactly. Just like, it, it just like oozes from him and he doesn't yes. even have to cry. Like it, he's he's an incredible actor. Yes. So tell us what's the last thing you read? Um uh, this is a very honest answer. I, not that any of them weren't, but um, the latest book that I have been reading is called The Making of Biblical Womanhood. Um, the the uh, text underneath that is, I think, this, the subjugation of, of um, women in the Bible. And I have just been doing a pretty deep dive into the um, Christian patriarchy and the history of, of that. Uh, so it is not for the faint of heart. Um, and I enjoy it a lot um, coming from somebody who uh, was raised in a more conservative environment and just um, being um, cognizant of, of the history of the the church and, um, and the good and the somewhat questionable and, and just having like historical data and, um, seeing how, like, it's interesting how just women weren't allowed to have the rights that men had even in that era. Um, so, uh, it's definitely very interesting. Yeah, I could definitely see that because I mean, even in general, if you look at women's rights in just in the U.S. in the last, let's go with 50 years, I mean, 
go back to 1970s and women had to have a male co-signer for something. And I'm like, wait a second, if I made all this money and I'm paying for it, why would I have to have some guy co-sign with me? You know, like, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. A lot of that, you know, starts from these medieval eras um, and just the early beginnings of religious history uh, to whatever capacity and we're still paying for it today. So um it's it's been a very interesting study to do. So if <laughs> if you're looking for for something to read by the pool that is uh you know uh rooted in beer. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I am <laughs> sometimes I can be very lighthearted and but the core of me like really loves discovering like real truths mm-hmm. and that that is what's interesting to me and that's also what's interesting to me about you know songwriting whether that's uh country songs even comedy like being able to say things that might ruffle a few feathers but you know it's it's your truth and um i think that those are really beautiful things absolutely so do you prefer boots or heels uh, right now, definitely heels. Because if you wore boots in this weather, I swear to God, um, <laughs> I I do like wearing some boots, but I can't even like I can't even fathom what it would feel like to wear boots right now. Because like my mind won't even go there. <laughs> it's like protecting me from the anxiety of of having to wear boots and like what hundred degree weather. Um, I don't know what the heat index is in Florida right now, but it's probably pretty close. Yeah. We've been over the hundreds in the heat index. The other day was like a hundred and four heat index. I'm like, okay, I have AC. It's like 76, 75. Can I go down more? Mm-hmm. How high is my AC, my, my electric bill for this month going to be? Yeah, exactly. Um, you're not wearing boots where you are. I take it. You're going to, uh, no. In fact, even though I have a button down on, I have uh, shorts because that's the coolest thing with being able to broadcast is I wear shorts like every day. Yep. Business um, up, up party flip-flops. on the bottom. Yep. Yeah. 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 There's usually flip flops or, or nothing. I, you know, if I get yeah. too hot, I just dip my toes in the pool a little bit and get back to work or whatever. And yeah. that's, that is, that is the dream. You are living the dream. Um, I also don't wear heels on because I found there was, some shoe that went viral apparently. And I didn't even find out until I was looking on Amazon, just trying to find some sort of like comfortable house slipper that could also potentially be a flip-flop or like something that I could wear out. And there's this shoe um, that went viral on TikTok and it just has so many reviews, like amazing reviews. So I got those in and I've just been wearing them everywhere. I wear them in the house. I wear them outside of the house to walk the dog. I wear them to like social events. I wear them everywhere. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to have to look at these shoes because I think I might have to get a pair of those. Those sound awesome. Yeah. And they're not that expensive either. It's great. Oh, who would play you or who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Kristen, hands down. Beautiful. Done. <laughs> or potentially if, if Aubrey Plaza did like, if she could, you know, dye her hair, which I hear is possible in Hollywood. Um, then I feel like that could be kind of hilarious as well. 
That would be perfect too. I'll co- whichever one you want. Let me know. I'll call them up and we'll get it done tomorrow. Right. Aubrey or Kristen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where's Waldo? <sighs> he was in a lot of places. I feel like. Was. Right? Like he was never just in one place. He was always bouncing around. So I don't I don't know where he could be. He could be in a lot of places right now. But maybe he's on that yacht where we're gonna drag the uh the dead body. Oh, he could be. Maybe maybe we'll have to frame him. Yeah. We could frame Waldo. I think that's a great idea. I'm in. We'll frame Waldo. Great. What's the best thing since sliced bread? I mean, kind of these shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Those shoes sound like it. I'm just saying. They're great. Like, <laughs> I, these, are the, these are the black ones, if you can see. They're just kind of wider. Um, and they're so soft. They're like little clouds under your feet. But I also got this kind of like neon green color. That's kind of trendy right now. Um, Something else. How many colors do they have? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. (laughs) Um, It just felt kind of like the Cheesecake Factory, having to like choose something from this vast array of choices. Um, So I was like, let's just stick to what we know. Let's do like a solid black and then this lime green. Um, my favorite color in school was lime green. So, um, but yeah, that's definitely still the, the best thing since sliced bread. That's from the top of my head that, that takes the cake for sure. Well, speaking of cake, would you rather cook or order in? I'd rather cook. Definitely. Um, I love cooking when I have the space for it. Like, um, mentally, because <laughs> if I, if I do it, I want to do it really well. So mm-hmm. I don't want to just half-ass it. Um, and I, you know, I, I, um, it's fun cooking for somebody else too. So I, I love, I have like some recipes that I tend to whip out on occasion and I like to try new things. Like I tried a pork chop the other night a new pork chop recipe and um, yeah, I definitely would rather cook. Sounds like a plan. What about you? <laughs> well, it depends on the night. Like tonight I'd rather not cook, but I probably will because yeah. you know, did the whole day work thing. And then, yeah. Yeah. All the craziness yeah. and chaos. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Until I it's actually not- sit down. I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, I'm just hungry. I want to eat. I don't even want to. Right. Yeah. Right. As long as it's not expected of me, then I will be more inclined yes. to want to do it. If I feel like it's expectation, then I will be like, uh, let's order in something <laughs> and you yeah. can go pick it up. Um, uh, exactly. I would totally agree with that too. <laughs> I, uh, I, I remember when I was quite young and I was dating someone and, uh, that there was uh, that expectation of, oh, well, I just got in from dinner. You know, is dinner ready? Yeah. I'm like, just because I made you dinner last night doesn't mean I'm making it tonight. You know, mm. like that whole, mm-mm. I was really nice last night and made it because I loved you and wanted <laughs> really to make nice it. really nice last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved you and wanted to make it, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
I guess you could, you could just make a really big meal that lasts for like three or four days. So they don't keep asking. And it's just like, you can just point to the fridge. Like it's still in there. You know, I, I do that with spaghetti. If I make spaghetti, mm. like I make homemade sauce from scratch. So I oh, look at you. make like a small, small pot of it because I don't know how to make a small yeah. pot, you know, and uh, yeah. that's a very big <laughs> pot, obviously. And uh, yeah, I mean, that last I end up having to freeze ha- over half of it. Um, mm-hmm. So then we're like, oh, let's do spaghetti. And then for like a week of lunches, we have spaghetti. That's perfect. Exactly. That's perfect. So, yeah. Um, luckily, I'm not with somebody who would ever expect me to. <laughs> <laughs> to make food, you know, constantly. So I'm very thankful to have that. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I love, I love cooking. But what is the worst pizza topping in your opinion? Oh, the worst. I mean, my gut says anchovies, but it's not because I think they taste bad. I just don't know. And so I think... I've had them in the past and they weren't bad. They were good when done well, but I don't know how they would be on a pizza and it kind of grosses me out. So it's like putting, to me, it's like putting octopus on a pizza. Like who, who would order that? I, I don't like, you have so many other fun toppings like pineapple. Not, not unless we're making a sushi pizza, like with rice and oh. like you would make sushi. Then that, then that would be different, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza, mm, yeah. yeah. So, okay. That, so, Okay. So give or take pineapple, yay or nay, because this was one of the biggest debaters early on. And then now it's kind of like leveled off. Like no one mentions it much, but I have to ask now. So yay or nay on pineapple. Definitely yay on the pineapple. Um, I do know some people who think that is just the, the most grotesque thing to put on a pizza. And I would, I would not trust that person. Um, I don't trust people who do not like pineapple on their pizza. I think they are the ones who are taking dead bodies onto yachts. That's what I think. Yeah. So. And they're helping create those conspiracy theories. I think. Yeah, no. exactly. That's, <laughs> that's a Bible verse somewhere. Yeah. There's a Bible verse about somewhere. what do you wish would magically clean itself? Uh, my Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got not this- even the room, just the Roomba itself. The Roomba. Well, technically, I've I've had two Roombas, and then I switched to Ufi, which is a different brand of the same thing, and it's cheaper and it's actually better, in my opinion, than the actual you know name brand yeah. Roomba. But it does the exact same thing. Um, but it's just so strange to me. Like I spend more time cleaning the thing that is supposed to be saving me time by cleaning. So like I have to constantly, you know, take the brush out and clean it. If like something gets snagged in it and like just all these things, I'm like, this defeats the purpose entirely. So, um, yeah, I definitely wish it could clean itself. Mm. That's a great option. I I have to admit, we got a shark a few years ago and I absolutely love it for the fact that, Mm -hmm. uh, one, uh, one of my pups, my uh, one Gigi, she loves, oh my God, she follows it around and she is like, oh, really? this she's is the best thing ever. She, no, she's not scared of it. She's like, and then she tries to like bite it, nip it. And then it turns direction. Oh. And I have to yell at her. Do not touch it. That's not the purpose of it. You you can watch it. And then 
we had this little rubber ducky, you know, those little rubber duckies. We yeah. put, I taped it on there and made her follow it around. And she's like, Oh, this is the coolest <laughs> thing ever. I'm like, yeah, there you go. You're welcome. So that's brilliant. Yeah. I need to tape something to the top of it. Cause my dog is, is terrified of the Yuffie. So, Aww. so maybe if I, what could I put? I could put like some sort of treat on, on top and just tape that to it. Yeah. But maybe. Maybe that could cause problems. Yeah. Maybe I just need a rubber ducky. Yeah. Maybe just rubber ducky. Maybe that'll yeah. like a toy of some sort. So that's a great Tell idea. us something on your bucket list. Oh man. Um, on my bucket list, <laughs> uh, it's not too far fetched, but I actually have started to dabble in doing stand up. Um, and it has been something that I have wanted to do after, um, doing some deeper, uh, comedy studies, um, with some comedy schools the last couple of years. And, um, I, yeah, I'm going to be doing that more as well as obviously playing, um, shows for music, but, uh, there's a lot that I can't say in music that I need to say <laughs> on a, a stand up stage. Uh, that's not appropriate for country radio. So, um, yeah. Well, okay, uh, you can call me. I'll come to both. I, I, <laughs> okay. <yes. perfect. laughs> that sounds perfect. But yeah, that is something on my bucket list and something that is in the not so distant future. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it for you as well. Thank you. If you could be any person or position like, you know, a surgeon, a doctor, president, whatever, or Dolly Parton, who or what would you want to be for the day and why? Oh my God. That's a great question. That is a great question. There are so many people that I feel like I would be interested in being for the day for different reasons. Immediately. My mind goes to the president and not, not because not for like some ego reason, but for (laughs) the reason of, I want to know I want to, I want to know what they're actually doing <laughs> like behind the scenes, right? Like that. Yeah, whole, I, what do you really do during the day? We see you doing this or that, but there's nothing that we actually see you doing. Right. Right. Or, is it, or do you just delegate everything? We're told, you know, and, and we're, <laughs> we're exposed to a behind the scenes to a certain extent, but to be able to really experience it to that degree, I think would be enlightening. So I, I would, I would quite enjoy that. Uh, I, I would probably hate it in, in a lot of ways, but that, that seems like a good and honest answer for that question. <laughs> That's the first thing that pops into my mind, but you know, I could also just be like an animal, you know, like a bird in the park and just observe, mm-hmm. observe people. It sounds like fun. Yeah. I think I'd want to be one of my dogs. Maybe. Really? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Gigi's fun. She's a min pin. So she's part chihuahua mix. So she's just a fun, energetic dog. Like she's just, yeah. Do you have all small dogs? I do. I do. They're all under 20 pounds. So as I say, they all equal one big dog. So realistically, I have one big dog with six personalities. Yeah. That's, that's that, uh, that quick math. So I've, I am just so envious of anybody who is able to pick up their dog on a whim 
Like I can't, my dog is almost 80 pounds. Like I can't, I can't do that. Um, Let me pick you up. Hold on. Okay. I'm in position. No. <laughs> exactly. Like if you, if you need to, Oh, don't go to the bathroom here, go to the bathroom over here. You can just like, just set them back yep. down. I cannot do that. <laughs> so, um, there's definitely an added layer of like defiance, um, in terms of weight <laughs> that I just can't, I can't compete with. <laughs> Well, do you have any words of wisdom that you live by? If so, what are they? Oh, actually, I'm wearing a sweatshirt um, that I found at uh, it was a it was a house show in Nashville where the back backyard had another small house that was actually a vintage store. Um, so all of their shows, they just had this random vintage store in the back. <laughs> um, <laughs> So this shirt is a quote by Kurt Cobain. It says, I'd rather be hated for who I am than loved for who I am not. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that can speak volumes to just um, not being afraid to live authentically, uh, no matter what people say, if they think you're weird, whatever it is, Um, as long as you're being yourself and you're advocating for yourself and you are um, you know, uh, on a, on a journey to, to really dive deep and figure out who you are. Um, I think, I think that's a really great, great way to live. Um, and just being as authentic as possible, no matter, no matter what people think of you. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree (laughs) more for sure. So tell us what does the rest of 2022 hold? I know we have the new release coming out. Yeah. What else? Uh, you know, obviously you're talking about uh, some more doing some writing, recording, anything like that, yeah. uh, tours, yeah. some yep. more stand up. Um, yep. So we've got um, some, some, uh, some shows coming up in terms of uh, country music. <laughs> I feel like I have to specify now. <laughs> once yes, you, once you pull shows? a stand up card, it's like, wait, what kind of show? What kind of show is it going to be? I'm scared. Um, so yeah, in terms of music, we've got some shows coming up. And when I say we, I mean, my dog and I, she will be there. Um, and uh, I have some more music coming out. I'm releasing quite a bit. This year, I'm also doing like um, some some covers, but like more mashup, like fun arrangement type covers um, that I that I produced and uh, yeah, shows um, more music, um, some videos, more content, doing all the fun things, all the shenanigans and um, and then, you know, going to start dabbling in a little, a little stand up here and there. Some like secret stand up shows. So don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. We won't tell anyone, but I do, I will say I'm looking forward after hearing the, uh, the COVID era of, uh, <laughs> unique songs there. I was like, I love those. Those were just great. Those just make you happy. How can they not make you happy? They're fun. You I'm know? glad. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Well, all of your music is great. So I, I always look forward to new stuff from you. Thank you. So. It's been a pleasure having you and you are welcome back anytime. Thank you so much for having me, Donna. I appreciate it. Well, I was so glad you're here, Caitlin. So everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode and we'll see you next time on Crazy Women Country. Have a great day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.